Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, along with my special guest today, Philip Clemens. Philip is the vice president and office manager of Wilson Bank and Trust on Jefferson, South Jefferson Avenue in Cookville. And um, part of the reason I've asked Philip to join us today is because he has an overview that is particularly interesting for small business people and people trying to get up and started, as well as corporate entities. So in that sense, pretty unique guy. And he also started this bank uh, from the ground up because it was literally built uh, four years ago, I think. And and uh, and here it is now, booming little bank there on uh, Jefferson. So uh, say hello, please, Philip, and uh, you can just we'll get started here. And Al, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. You bet. Um, I wondered if you could share with us a little bit, uh, a couple of thoughts about uh, the 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 kinds of ways that you function in your job. I just gave you a little hype up there about uh, being a uh, kind of a I guess I would call you kind of a business guru in the sense that you have an ability to relate to and help people who are small business owners and operators, as well as practice managers and also corporate entities, because you have a range of uh, interests and a range of, I guess, products through the bank. And and your background has been, uh, uh, I suppose, a little bit of each in, in a sense. And maybe you could share some of that with us. about. Sure. That's a great question. So... Our bank is kind of unique. We are a small community bank with the resources of a very large commercial bank. So we uh, we try to pride ourselves on you know knowing our customers by name and treating them like we would want to be treated, and not just an account number. And you ha- you have offices all over, right? I mean, yes, we have twenty eight offices 28. In, in Middle Tennessee. Okay. So where I was going with that, we have um, you know our total um, assets of the bank is you know some two point seven billion in size. Wow. So we have the capability of the big boy banks, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, but with that service of your, you know, small community bank. So we, you know, we specialize, like you were saying earlier, you know, small business lending because that's really the backbone of community. So that's one thing that we um, try to specialize in and become aware of right. when we go into new communities. Right. So so if somebody's uh, working up their gravel road in their garage yep. and they're making some products and they decide they want to make more of them and to open a business, um, what kinds of thoughts would you share with them? Supposing it was a friend of yours or somebody you know, well, I mean, how would you guide them into... I'm sure they're not going to waltz in and get a big fat loan out of you for the what two billion and change or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, probably but, won't but, happen. But but how can you kind of nurture them along uh, for their for their sake, you know, and help them with their business idea? Sure. Yeah. A lot of it's just you know sitting down and hearing their goals and and what they're wanting to do. And sometimes you got to put the brakes on a little bit because they want to come in and borrow ridiculous amounts of money <laughs> and they don't have the orders yet. To fill that, right. make, you they know. want three billion, and you yeah. don't, you're not quite there yet. Well, you know, just one. How about that? You know, or, or more or yeah. less. You know, um, yeah. Mostly, it's just conversations with them on the front end. Hey, what do you what do you want to do here? What, right. You know, what are your goals? And then we just kind of you know tailor our products and services to to what they need. So, so um, in so you there's an attitude here of being responsive to any size business is what I hear. Oh, of course. You, I know you've also worked with corporations. So yeah, uh, one thing that we um, 
that I tell people uh, in, you know, prospecting meetings or something like that is, you know, we, we could do a $60 million, you know, apartment condo project in downtown Nashville, or we could do a $500 loan to help you buy car tires, you know? So that's, that's the cool thing. That, that's, about, a, that's a great thought. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's the cool part about our job, about my job. We have that capability at the bank, you know, and I don't know, it just means a lot that you can, you can help somebody, you know, no, not discriminating, you know, you can help somebody um, with that, you know, get their property tax bill paid because they don't have the money to do it. Or you can help the huge developer and their group do a major project. Somewhere. And, and um, so, you know, when I've been in the bank and I've seen you, I, I, I walked out laughing one day and I was thinking to myself, how would I define your job? And I thought, and I think I shared this with you earlier, that your job is to be interrupted. You know, that you, <laughs> you are always either on the phone or, or talking to a teller or talking to a customer and your door is always open. You're right in the limelight of, of the all the action there. And um and it, you make yourself available to everybody. And I realize that's a difficult thing, even if you're very outgoing. And it's even more difficult if you have other work you need to get done. Yeah. Um, but maybe you could just talk about that a little bit, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs are that way. And and they get caught up in all kinds of little things and, and then don't get done what they need to get done. And that, what's that like for you? Well, you just have to learn how to manage it. You're right. My door is always open. I'm on one of my phones, whether it's the office phone, a cell phone, or the other phone I have. Um, but it's all about taking care of the customer. So, you know, and, and customers have different ways of wanting to interact with their banker. You know, some only email me and some only text message me and some only want to come in and sit face to face to me. So you have to be, you know, respectful of that. And, and you have to, you know, play ball on their terms, so to speak, because, you know, we want to help them. And, and you have very competent staff. I see that you're able to farm out some things to, to get that freedom for yourself to be able to talk with others at the same time. Um, the people around you are, are very responsive as well, I've noticed. We have an excellent staff here in Cool. How did you get that? Um, <laughs> A little bit of inheriting some and a little bit of hiring and trusting my gut, so to speak, when we're sitting down in interviews with them. Um, I look at previous experience and and then not doesn't necessarily have to be in banking. Um, I can think, you know, the most recent hires we had, um, they they work for a grocery store. Uh, you know, like as a cashier, but you know, right. it's all about customer service. Right. You know, we can teach you how to do banking, but you've got to have something ingrained in you already to want to serve the customer. So in that, that particular case came from Okay. So store. what I hear you saying under that is really attitude. Yeah. 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 And I, and people in your office there in your bank have a terrific attitude. They Great. really are customer focused. Um, they are eager to please. They go out of their way. Uh, to be accommodating and, um, uh, you know, and so I see that that finds its way over. You, it spills into, um, for those who have not had the opportunity to to visit the Wilson Bank and Trust in Cookville, 
um, you should sometime just to go in and ask for a little tour. You know, you'd be impressed because they have a terrific room they use for community activities. Is that right? And, yeah, and, free of charge to our customers. Just meeting space. A lot of nonprofit organizations meet in there. What, and, what's an example of kind of things that take place there? Uh, we host luncheons um, quarterly in there, and we, and like I said earlier, nonprofit organizations. Um, we even have a book club that comes in yeah. on Saturday morning. So we want people to come in and use the space. An art show, I remember. Yeah, yeah we yeah. do that some too. Yeah. Um, so so that's all part of building relationship with the community. And yeah. um, if you're a small business person listening and you're in the area, um, take take a couple of minutes and, and stop by and visit there. And uh, ask for Philip. He might be too busy, but uh, no. tell him you heard him on the radio, and I'm sure he'll he'll figure out a way to talk to you for a few minutes. Um, how how do you how do you build this relationship that you have with uh, the staff and with the community? Those are two separate things, but I'm sure some of the same ingredients are are present. Oh, yeah. You know, relationships take time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not from this area, so it's not instantly just, oh, yeah, that's Philip. I remember him from high school. Good you old know. boy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not that good old boy. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't here. You know, I didn't go to Cobble High, you know. Um, and, and, you know, and another big thing, I didn't go to Tennessee Tech either, you know, but my dad did, my uncle did, uh, my granddad did. Okay. I, you know, I went to UT. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just forming the relationship. Let them know that you're going to be here, you know, stability, you know, there's not, you know, you want to try to have less turnover, you know, and, and that's one thing that I tell people, you know, this position of mine, it's not just a stepping stone, you know, I'm here and I plan to be here. So um, that's, that's a, that's a great thought. <laughs> um, and that applies to small business people because one of the biggest challenges when you're running a small business and developing it in, or professional practice is, how and where do you find the right kinds of people to work with you? Um, what expectations should you have, if any? How do you manage that? How do you make that happen and make it grow and be for the benefit of the customers or the patients or clients that you're dealing with? Yeah, and it's tough right now because, you know, unemployment's low. So it's hard to find people, you know, and sometimes you got to poach them from other places, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to get the top, quality people. Sometimes you have to do that. Well, you know, I'm going to suggest a couple of thoughts here as, as we move forward and uh, we're going to, we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. One is that if you have any questions or any comments that you would like to share with Philip and get a response to um, send them to me and just mark it uh, on the subject line, just put uh, Wilson Bank, and and I'll know that it's for Phil, and I will forward it along promptly. And you can send them to Hal at businessworks with an S on the end dot us. And any questions, fair game, anything uh, that is important to you to know as a business person, and that you would like to know from Philip and about the bank and about how the banks work with small businesses. So we will, uh, I'll make sure to do that. Um, The other thought is that uh, we're going to be back in a minute and we'll ask you to, excuse me, ask you to stay with us. We have some other things that we're going to ask, Philip. We're we're saving the real, you know, the biggies here for the second half of the show. (laughs) Um, But seriously, 
we uh, we're very happy that you're here today with us, Phil, and would appreciate it if you'll stay for another hunk. Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, again, the email address Hal at businessworks with an s on the end dot us. And if you are looking for the podcasts and hearing this show on the radio, and you'd like to hear other subjects, you can go to www.newstalk941.com. And at the top of that page is a tab that says podcasts, and you go there and scroll down through eight or nine different shows, and bang, there's business works with the different topics, and you'll find this show there as well as others, and um, you're more than welcome to do that. No charge, 24-7. You can listen to them while you're driving. Um, Just don't be taking notes. (laughs) Thank you. Stay with us. We will be right back. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar and our guest today, Philip Clemens, Vice President and Office Manager of Wilson Bank and Trust in Cookville, Tennessee. That's on South Jefferson Avenue. Um, Phil, we were talking earlier about some of the uh, impact of your job on your life and the lives of those who work with you. Uh, certainly one of the key ingredients has to be your family, and that would be true for any small business person, uh, probably more so than a lot of corporate executives because uh, there are family businesses, first of all. So so that part absorbs the, that whole concept of people working together who are all one family. But they're also in small business or in business. You've done a business startup, basically, even though you've had the support of the corporate uh, entity you've really had to start from scratch with a building that was built on a hill. Um, and I still can't believe they managed to figure out how to not have a drainage issue there, but it's a beautiful building. And um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you got started with all that. And then if we could talk a little bit about um, be interested in your family and the kind of support you get and hearing more about your father, your grandfather, and uh, your uncle who all went to Tennessee Tech, yeah. and you didn't. Uh, <laughs> and and so we'd like to know about that. Sure. So going back to your original question about, you know, coming into a new market for Wilson Bank, um, we had a lender here working out of his truck So for several years before we came. So he kind of laid the loan foundation for us. Who would go to a truck to get a loan? Well, he went to their office and he worked out of his truck. That's a little scary. (laughs) He just drove around a lot. I I, I just had this instant image of a truck full of cash and people standing in line. No, 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 no. So, you know, he, he laid the groundwork for us. Okay. And I came in you know, with the building coming up on Jefferson and started the real brand awareness and the marketing, so to speak. So a lot of that, you know, get heavily involved in the Chamber of Commerce, get heavily involved in the Upper Cumberland Builders Association. Um, You know, any outreach that we can do to the community just to build our name, let the customers know, hey, you know, yes, we are a new bank in town of many, but we're here to help. Not I mean, just, you said 38 offices? Uh, there's 28, 28 offices total sorry. in Middle okay. Tennessee, and there's actually 16 different banks here ah, in Cookville. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I was familiar with that. Yeah, and we don't want to just be just another bank. We want to show that you know we're here to give back to the community and to do good and not just take of the resources here. Right. So, 
So, and you know, I'm not actually from Cookville. I moved here when this office opened. Can you say from where? Are you? Uh, yeah, from our uh, from <laughs> Lebanon. From oh, where our okay. corporate so headquarters you're still is. Middle Tennessee guy. Oh yes, oh, yes. Well, that's I'm, a difference there. I've it? worked for Wilson Bank my entire career. Okay, and that's the corporate uh, office there, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, Lebanon is a place. I I thought it was really small the first time I went there, and then I kept driving a little bit and realized it's a sprawling uh, city. I guess yeah, and it's really uh, seems it's to have everything yeah. in it you know that you can imagine, but. Uh, but not Tennessee Tech and not the Cookville Regional Medical Center. That's exactly and, right. And not 200 restaurants in town. That's and, right. Yeah, Cookville <laughs> is home. We, we love it here. I, I've got a ton of support of my wife, and we have two small kids, one that just started kindergarten, oh, uh, I guess, right. last week. So we're, we're really enjoying that. And then um, my youngest just turned one yesterday. Oh, my. So... You're a new daddy. Small, yeah, small kids. So, you uh-huh. know, I'm sure you've been in there when I was juggling those phone calls. I was yeah. probably half asleep. Now I feel guilty. Yeah, half, half asleep probably, you know, because we didn't, hadn't been sleeping at night. But we're, we're good now. And, and I understand your, your uh, wife works with the, uh, the library in town on the board. Yeah, she's, she's involved in the uh, Putnam County Library Association. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and is a... Uh, Busy at home with two busy little, at home, yeah. Kids, that's yeah. that's the majority of the time, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I'm involved. Um, I'm actually the treasurer for Habitat for Humanity. Are you um, okay, here great. locally? Yeah, and, and, we, um, and we just had Melissa Parks on here a couple of weeks back, and uh, who who's the development director there? Yeah. So, yeah, well, good. she does a great so, job. Yeah, she does. Yes. Um, so w- your your community engagements. Um, do you just like take anything that comes along or does it has to fit somehow? Yeah. I got that question a while back and they said, you know, what's your priority? What's your focus when it comes to either, you know, sponsorship or donation. And and I don't really think we, you know, choose specifically just one thing. You, you can't do that in, in a smaller market. You could have a truck full of cash, like I said, and just yeah. pack, pull it up to the back door. And- yeah. You know, that, that might work. I don't know. <laughs> We hadn't tried that yet, <laughs> but no, we, we, you know, we're big for schools. You know, we like to support schools and a lot of our, um, uh, schools around town will do, uh, or in the communities that we serve, you know, billboards and, and just, and donate money to schools. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Um, you know, veterans, of course. Um, I'm trying to think what else, pretty much anything that comes across, we, we see, you know, there's a builders association you mentioned. And yeah, the Upper Cumberland Association of Builders, I believe. I'm butchering that name, but well, uh, how, Melanie Chadwell is their director, and she does a wonderful job. And you know, we we enjoy that affiliation. We're um, members there and attend the meetings. But, you know, it's I guess affiliate members of that, and you know, we support them. And they just had their wonderful parade of homes. I don't know if you saw that. So it's a referral channel too for you. Oh yeah, you. definitely. Yeah. I mean, anytime we can get in front of the builders and let them know we're here to help and support. So if someone listening has a small business that uh, maybe they're in construction of some kind, yeah, um, you might be able to at least introduce them to this organization in a slightly different way than if they went around banging on the door themselves. Yeah, that's one thing that you actually mentioned to me that I never really thought about. But yeah, I have a lot of contacts and I do put people in together with each other, but I just never, it was just a part of the job. I never really thought about doing that, but yeah. But it's an important qualification for at least the way you do business and for the bank. Networking's huge, yes. 
especially for small business, you know, um, that's, that's a critical thing. You know, if you have a small, and and so somebody could come to you and I'm sure you're not going to give them, uh, recommendations for what doctor to see, but you might tell them about, uh, the differences in different loan organizations or, uh, different specialized organizations that relate to the business they're in. Right. Uh, something like that, that you have, uh, because what those that you don't know of, you have access to finding Correct. out about pretty easily through, I would assume through the corporate offices. So of course, yeah. th- that's one of the best parts I think of having, uh, having you guys as a bank is that you are there and you're invested in the area and you're invested in the customers, but you also have the ability to reach out and provide other kinds of input for people through the corporate tentacles there, you know, reaching out into other areas that, that don't directly involve maybe your particular bank, but, but that are references that can be used. So I guess um, a good word for that would be a trusted advisor. Yes. You yeah, know, yeah. it's and not always about the loan or right. the checking account. It's about, you know, how can we help you? And and I assume you can be trusted. Do you have an, I haven't seen you stealing any money. Uh, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I, you'd probably be in the islands by now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so um, when, when the bank is um, uh, focused on business, does it also get focused on long-standing businesses as well as new businesses. In other words, you and let's take particularly, I'm interested in practice management because I've done a lot of involvement with with doctors and hospitals over the years. And I, I know that that's a sticky point for uh, a lot of physicians are nervous about dealing with a local bank um, and thinking that it's going to be productive for them. So there are all different ways that we can look at a bank, and it's not anymore just a place to have a savings account or a checking account. There are a lot of other parts of the business that can really help you grow your business. And no matter what size it is, no, no matter whether it's a professional practice, if you're a doctor, lawyer, or Indian chief, it doesn't much matter you, you, because it's, it's how you uh, – it, it's the authenticity factor – uh, that you bring to bear and also that the the bank brings to bear. And um, I think one of the things we were hearing today is that uh, Philip is certainly authentic in, in every way. And, and I'm just delighted that he's able to be here. And um, I hope that we will be able to have you back at some point soon. Yeah, of course. And um, like to just thank you all for listening. I ask you uh, again, if you have any questions, send them by email to hal at businessworks.us. And uh, if it has to do with Philip here, yeah, just put bank in the, um, um, you know, put put Wilson Bank in the subject line. I'll make sure that he gets the question and that, uh, and I'll go beat him up and make sure he gives you the answer. So <laughs> we'll, of course. we'll do that. If you put your phone number in there for him, he'll, he'll be able to get back to you. So thank you once again. And uh, we look to see you next week for another edition of Business Works on the air. Thank you.